you have arrived at your destination. Hey guys, what's your favorite holiday? Halloween. Arbor Day. <laughs> Nobody's Christmas. Nobody wants Christmas. All right, well, we're talking Christmas anyway. <laughs> we're talking Christmas anyway. This week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I am your host, resident cartoon junkie Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Brian Jones. What's up? And Jay Rice. Hey, guys. Guys, it's good to have you on. Brian, always a pleasure. My brother on the show again. Uh, Jay Rice, uh, last time you were on was, good lord, it was a while ago, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Was it an Avatar episode? Uh, yeah. Might have yeah. been an Avatar episode. Yeah, yeah might have been, yeah, been that. And you were on the last Christmas episode we had, which was The Last Unicorn. So, Aww. Yeah, so that was the last Christmas episode <laughs> we had. this a tradition. I know, a tradition. Yeah, yeah. We'll have Jay on for every Christmas <laughs> do. If we do a Christmas every episode, I don't know. I, I don't know if we will. This is like my last hurrah at like Christmas stuff. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could cover stuff, um, but basically what we're covering today uh, is we're covering, covering uh, TV specials and episodes, so cartoon episodes and TV specials. You haven't even of, gotten into movies yet. No, haven't, it's true, but I, I don't really like a whole lot of them. Like You don't have to. I guess not. I guess we could just discuss them at we some point. We hated Cool World. We did hate Cool World. <laughs> I, I, you hated it more than me. I, I liked it a little bit better on my second view. It's awful. Don't get me wrong. It's a bad movie, but you hated it more than I did. I think. Um, but no, um, yeah, because, I don't know, it's weird, because, like, I was doing this whole top ten list, and I was like, I only have one movie on here, and that was Arthur Christmas. Arthur Christmas is, like, the only animated... That's a good I've movie. I've heard that's good. It's a good little animated movie. Next like, year, write it down. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we could, like... I could do an episode on Arthur Christmas, because it's probably, like, my favorite movie out of all of them, because I don't really like Polar Express all that much. It's fine. Nothing wrong with it. It's cute. I don't... And this is... I know, send the hate mail. I don't resonate that much with Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it's a fine movie. I have no problem with it. it it's, it's a technical marvel, but it just mm. never, like, hit me. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know. Like, it just... I think that's a good, like, general fall movie. Yeah. I don't really associate it, it with Christmas. With Christmas specifically? Yeah. It's, like, it's like It's like the only Halloween and Christmas movie. It's yeah. a combo movie. It is a combo movie. And it doesn't really get associated with yeah. either very strongly. It's true. I think Halloween, it resonates more. A little bit more. Because of the character designs. The character design. And they're in Halloween town. Agreed. You know, mm-hmm. it's just uh, kind of Christmas is out of place in the movie. Exactly. And that's the point. And that's the point yeah. of it. It's, <laughs> it's very true. It just, But for some reason, it just doesn't resonate with me as a Christmas movie. Like James and the Giant Peach, done by the same studio, resonates resonates more with me as a Christmas movie, more so than that. And I don't know <laughs> why. I, I don't know why. It just, it just has a feel of Christmas to it. Like no, it's it not, doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does Christmas. All right, fine. <laughs> I don't know. It just has a Christmas feel to it. I don't know what it is about. Because they're on a giant, I don't know, giant peaches. Peaches are Christmassy, aren't they? No, they are. Oh, I don't know. They're a spring fruit. They are a spring fruit. <laughs> you guys shut up. It's my show. I say it's a Christmas movie, all right? It has a Christmas feel. All right, anyway. Never, we'll forget it. Forget it. Anyway. Uh, uh, but no, um, so yeah, it, it's a little weird, but, uh, so I figured, since I didn't have a whole lot of movies, I was just like, I'll just axe the movies entirely, because I don't want to get, like, cra- 
crapped on for not having uh, Nightmare Before Christmas on there because that's what everybody would throw stuff at me for. And Polar <laughs> Express, I guess. Does anybody really look back at that as like the most fond thing? I, like I'm too old for it. Yeah, so I was I, too old when it came out. It came out during my childhood. Yeah. I still like watch it occasionally, sure. but I'm not, I'm not going to reminisce yeah. and be like, guys, we got to watch Polar Express Dude, this year. Polar Express is on. <laughs> Let's watch Mannequin Tom uh, Tom Hanks. Really <laughs> 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 like, creep out some kids. He's like and all the nameless up. children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like nine voices in that movie, yeah. and they're all just Tom Hanks. They're all just yeah. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's a little bit. The conductor's a little bit not Tom Hanks, but it is definitely mm. Tom Hanks. Hanks. It's, yeah, I mean, Tom Hanks is always Tom Hanks, let's be honest here. Um, but, uh, except, I guess, what was that? Walt Disney. Except in the terminal. He's not Tom Hanks in the terminal. What does he do in the terminal? Is that? He, does he do he that? Does that. He does that. <laughs> I've not seen the terminal. Oh, it's a good movie. <laughs> good good actor, Tom Hanks. I'm just yeah. going to say it. Good actor. Anyway, um, but yeah, we're going to talk specials and all that jazz. But first, I want to talk our animation recommendation, and I forgot what it was. Um, let me scroll back through here. What was it? Uh, Ruby? Uh, Ruby, yeah, it was gonna be Ruby, and then you said I already did Ruby, so maybe not Ruby. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna make it this article. This on... show is starting out so structured. You know what? <laughs> I don't need to be structured, okay? Anyway, uh, so Comic Book Resources has this great little article of uh, faded image. Uh, 16 Forgotten Indie Comics Cartoons. And uh, it's a really good list, actually. I was actually shocked. Because um, a lot of them are very obscure, and, very, and people don't really remember them all that much. Uh, mm. Men in Black, people forget that that was a I comic. I love that. I think that's a bit of a stretch, because it's very much based on the movie, more yeah. so than the comic. Yes, but, the show was. But still, it mm. is a comic book, and I love that cartoon as well. The Mask, also a little bit of a stretch. It's more based on the movie than the comic. The comic mm-hmm. is dark. Oh, yes. (laughs) The comic is super dark, and it doesn't have anything like that. Wildcats, that's definitely, definitely is uh, uh, an indie comic. Defenders of the Earth, that's great, because it's all the King's comics. It's Flash Gordon, Phantom. And the best theme song ever. And the greatest theme song ever. Here it is! Defenders of the Earth! Defenders! Out of the sky, his rockets ignite! Jets into battle, flying faster than life! Flash Gordon! Lord of the jungle, the hero who stops. The beasts call him brother, the ghost who Defenders of You just heard it, because it's so awesome. <laughs> Defenders of the Earth. <laughs> so good. Uh, Savage Dragon. I always, I always thought that guy sounds like Jack Black. When he, he does sound like it. Jack Black. He sounds exactly like You know, I figured out the same guy who does the X-Men, uh, un, uh, or the Pride of the X-Men. Oh, really? The, same guy. The, the, same, really? guy. <laughs> same guy. Same guy. Same, same group. <laughs> same group. Uh, Ultra Force. That one was actually pretty decent. I actually really? didn't. It was, it was one of the not really terrible ones on the U.S. Network mm-hmm. with the Street Fighter and the Mortal Kombat cartoon that were both terrible, <laughs> just awful. <laughs> they were just I wanted wretched. Mortal Kombat to be good so bad. Oh, it was not. <laughs> Everyone wants Mortal Kombat. Uh, Cyber, Cyber Six, which is yes. beautiful, and that is definitely based on a comic. Removes all Nazis from the cartoon, though. It was, it was Nazi heavy in the comic. Removes all. I mean, Justice League does that. Too. Yeah. However, the main villain does goose step a lot comically, but yes. they don't really reference it him being huh. a Nazi, a clone of Hitler, which is what he is. Yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> Well, they also don't make Cyber Six a yeah. vampire. That too. Yeah, she's also a vampire. They don't do that either. Spawn, of course, is one. Yeah, uh, HBO. Yeah, really adult. Uh, the Eldingville Club, which is pretty funny because I only watched this cartoon. I don't know what that is. It's pretty Neither funny. It's 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 a it's, it was a pilot that was on Cartoon Network forever ago. It was right during their time of Adult Swim when it first came out, and uh, they had this little short where these four nerds like it was kind of like where nerddom was still kind of this like 
haha, stupid nerds. It's not the culture yet, but it's kind of <laughs> shifting into the culture. So it's like these like weirdo dudes like fighting over like figurines and D and D campaigns and stuff. I can get behind and that. It's pretty funny. Uh, the Max, yeah. which was a terrible comic and a terrible cartoon. <laughs> it's an acid trip. I can't stand that thing. Oh, no, I'm just gonna go through all these. Why not? Screw it. Uh, Archie's weird mysteries. I remember this one specifically. Uh, it was Good. it was on. Early in the morning on Channel 21, I think before it was even called WB. Like, <laughs> when it was, uh... Yeah. When it was... TV 21, I think. No, it was like you, you something before something. it was WB. Yeah. Uh, and then it went to UPN. I remember it being really early in the morning, this cartoon. But yeah, it was just basically like Scooby-Doo, but with the Archie gang. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Except it was actually... They were... they were It wasn't like, like oh, unmask it. It was actual, like, paranormal things that they would have to huh. stop, which was interesting. Um, Big so, yeah. Scooby. It's, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, I was like, I didn't know Invincible had a series. I didn't what? either. Neither did I. I guess that it might be an internet series. I didn't read this thing, so go read it. Uh, <laughs> like, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Now that... What? That was a cartoon. I actually have all. Are you of them. kidding? I actually have all of them downloaded. Um, not legally, completely legally. I have them from. No, actually, there is a DVD set of this, uh, and uh, it was on ABC or CBS, one of the two. In the Saturday morning. Saturday mornings. It was like the last leg, right next to Skeleton Warriors. Wait, tell me, this was yeah. like in the eighties when everything was yeah. messed up, uh, and the like com- they had Transformers and yeah. Turtles and all that fun stuff. The comic, I believe, was eighties, and then the, this came out in the nineties, okay, about the mid nineties. It was like, a, actually, it might have been after Jurassic. Park. Now that I think about it, it was capitalizing on that. Well, Jurassic uh, Park was 93. 93. 92, so it was like, 93? And I believe it was right around that edge where it was just well, like, the, oh. It was a book like, first. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so the yeah. book might have been before and they were just like, ah, oh, Jurassic Park. So was, it dark, was it Dark Horse that did Cadillacs and Dinosaurs? Uh... I'm not what, sure. What I feel like that's that. what they would do. Uh, yeah, I'm not too entirely certain which one it is. Um, Tops Comics. Tops. Uh, Tops Comics. I remember Dad so. having them. Yeah. Uh, Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Uh, I remember that. I, remember I didn't that. know that was a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't great. Uh, <laughs> the Gen 13 pilot. Never released. Never released this. Uh, it's a pilot. Uh, my dad has a bootleg. We watched this forever ago. It aired at, it aired at yeah. Comic-Con. It did. Whatever year that was, yeah. like 98 or 99 or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it aired at Comic-Con and then yeah. got canceled because yeah. somebody bought Image or, or somebody it, it, or Disney made it. Yeah, Disney it, there was a bunch of legality that And then like it got canceled in. because yeah. of some some kind of this company bought this right. company and this company bought these rights because right. it was and screened, like yeah, we're not going to release yeah. it. Cuz it was screened in Chicago Comic Convention yes. when it was the big one before yes. it was San Diego. San Diego, yeah. Chicago was the big one. That's the one dad went to forever ago and met Peter David cuz, you know. Yeah. <laughs> cuz just talked to Peter David for like an hour in an arcade. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. But anyway, yeah, in 98 and uh, it was it was basically canceled before it was ever started, but Gen yeah. 13 was going to be a thing. So What was uh, Gen 13? Gen 13 was it was an image comic that ran alongside uh, uh Wildcats and all those like mm-hmm. yeah. when Image had its big push. Mm-hmm. So Savage Dragon, Gen 13, oh, Bloodstorm, okay. those were like the big Spawn. ones. Spawn, those were the big ones that Image pushed oh, okay. out. So I, I, yeah. I remember so, I really liked Gen 13 and I heard about the yeah, it being screened at Comic Con and then right, you yeah. know, our dad actually has a copy, has of, the a copy of, it, yeah. of the bootleg of it. So I've watched it. And forever it's, ago. It, it's, it's pretty good. He, he had a VHS forever ago, too. Like, I remember he got a, v, a bootleg VHS of it forever ago and then got the DVD. And so I don't remember like, the VHS. Yeah, I he, had, the he had the VHS, too, I believe. And then my favorite of the list, 
Big Guy and Rusty the Boy Robot. This cartoon was awesome. It was 13 episodes. Never heard of it. It was really, really good. And it was done by the same studio that did Men in Black, uh, the Men in Black cartoon. And it's a really good show. And everybody, it's based on a comic by Frank Miller. And uh, and Jeff Darrow did the art. Um, and it's so well, good. good. At least Frank Miller was yeah. doing the art. Well, <laughs> I, the thing is, Frank Miller can do some artful things. But it's not always great. I don't mind the way he frames his panels. It's true. The way he frames, yeah. I think, is really good. But the way he does character designs yes, is you know, terrible. It's like, they look, it's, they all look all similar. Sketchy. They all look too old. They all look, and I'm, <laughs> oh, dude, look, they all look scratchy and old. I mean, yeah. You know, it's fine. It's his style. I'm just right. not a fan. Right. Yeah. Sure. No, it's fine. I'm not saying he's a crap artist. I no, just of course don't not. like it. Of course not. No, no. Everybody, everybody has their likes and everything. But anyway, uh, that's it. Uh, guy, uh, big guy and Rusty the Boy Robot. It's kind of a take on like Mecha. Like big mech Japanese stuff, sure. and obviously Rusty is clearly an Astro Boy type character. Yeah. So you know that's that's the whole point is like he's like this innocent little oh, I'm Rusty the Boy robot, but it's like all this like really decimation and like giant monsters <laughs> killing people. And the tone of the show, like obviously it's a cartoon, so like they can't like murder tons of people, but it kind of carries that tone of like him being really? like this innocent dude and like big guys. He's not an actual robot; he's a guy inside a suit, but he has to pretend to be a robot and then. So it's kind of like a twist on the... Exactly, uh, yeah. And he has, and so, like, Rusty thinks he's a robot, and he looks up to him, and he wants to be, like, a big guy, so he doesn't want to reveal that he's not a robot. Stuff like that. But um, it's pretty good. Uh, it, I mean, it's, it, I love the cartoon. I think it's fantastic. I've never read the comic. Uh, the guys at Bagged and Bearded have an interview with Jeff Darrow, actually. Nice. Wow. Uh, if you guys want to go check out their... Uh, their di- or maybe they have an... Ep- no, they have an, ep- they have an interview. Yes, it was. It was an interview. I was like, I want to make sure that wasn't just an episode about him. <laughs> but no, they definitely have an interview with Jeff Darrow. I'm pretty positive I will make a correction next week if they do not. <laughs> I will ask Mitch. Uh, but anyway, but that's animation recommendation. I just told you the whole thing, but oh well. <laughs> read it anyway. Go read it anyway, because I didn't read all the details. Go read about these stuff. And you go check out the shows. Any. Yeah, go check out the shows and everything, because they're super... Well, some of them were good. <laughs> some were Wildcats didn't date passable. very well. It didn't date very well, let's say that. Passable. It, was, it was passable for its time. Didn't date very well. Uh, it's uh, it's a bit much. But anyway, uh, moving on to some quick tune news before we get to our topic of the day. Uh, tune news today. We're going to talk about the new Ducktales cast. Woo! Yes. Woo! Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Disney, uh, in all things Disney, came out and did the coolest Disney reveal ever um, <laughs> for the cast because they didn't mention anything. They've been talking about Ducktales for a little bit now. For mm-hmm. they've been showing like little promo uh, sketches and stuff like that. Like, oh, this is gonna be the, what the new show looks like. Art looks great. Art looks fantastic. Yep. It looks really cool. I haven't seen anything animated yet. They haven't revealed any animation yet, which is interesting. But. Um, I imagine it's probably going to look a lot like the Mickey Mouse stuff they do. Yeah, now. that's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah. I bet the the new Mickey Mouse stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it it looks kind it of looks similar. Kind of similar to that. Kind of loud house ish. Yeah, yeah loud but not as like yeah. dark, yeah. harsh lines like right. Mickey Mouse. Was. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, it feels like it's going to be that vibe, but. Uh, Big names, big names oh, in this. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of insane. Bobby Moynihan, and it's great because they never mentioned the cast. They just had the cast doing the song, and mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, which is probably my other recommendation: is just go watch this video because it's great. Right. <laughs> so they had Bobby Moynihan as Louie uh, from Saturday Night Live as Louie, uh, the dude from Parks and Rec as uh, Dewey. What's it? The the skeevy guy from Parks and Rec that looks like the dude from Stranger Things. I forget his name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. I, 
I forget his name entirely. Uh, yeah. But that, that that's okay. Um, but I'm, I'm just gonna put on mute here, and we're gonna see it. That oh dude. yeah, and, um, then, uh, and then Abed <laughs> from Community. Uh, uh, Pooty, I forget his name. Is first person. Bobby Moynihan is Louis. Uh, ben Schwartz, that's his name from uh, Parks and Rex. And then Danny Pooty from Danny uh, Pudi. from uh, from Community. Abed from Community. It's going to be Huey Dewey and Louis. Uh, it's going to be Huey Dewey and Louis. Uh, then they got Kate McCucci to play. Isn't that actually Webigale. his brother? Who's that? No, that's a joke. It's, okay, it's a joke. That, that's, yeah. a, that's a big oh, internet okay. joke because they look so much alike. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to need to pause it on her name because I don't know <laughs> how to pronounce <laughs> that. But uh, uh, Kate McCucci, who is infiltrating every childhood reboot. Right. Uh, she yep. played Irma in the new TMNT. She played, uh, I can't remember, something else. She's Sadie in uh, Steven Universe. She's in, uh, she's Velma in Velma in the new Scooby-Doo. That's Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo yes. The new Velma in Scooby-Doo, the new official Velma. So, yeah. uh, she does a good job with she it, does, too. Like, she does a great job. I barely could tell. She's, she's perfect as Velma. Um, so she'll be Webigail. Uh, so that's, you know, she's interpreting more of our childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then talks all Alagundoy, 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 Alagundoy. Alagundoy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know this woman, but uh, she's going to be playing Mrs. Beakley. I apologize for. That. I apologize <laughs> for butchering her name. Yeah. I'm sure you're a lovely actress. Uh, and the big announcement, which is the coolest thing ever, is going to be Doctor Who. The tenth Doctor himself, <laughs> David Tennant, will be Scrooge McDuck. Which is just perfect. Oh my gosh! When I saw when I saw that that's what it was gonna be, I freaked out because I was just mm-hmm. like, I literally like had like because like my like my boss my my supervisor who's literally as big and there as me said so he's playing Scrooge McDuck. I was like, no, he's like yeah. David Tennant, and I was like. All like the whole tech team. I was like, "Are you serious?" Like I freaked <laughs> out. Like, what? Because it was just it was because the whole thing when they've been re- re- talking about this, I always said like, "Who are they gonna get to play Scrooge McDuck?" Because Alan Young is like such an iconic voice, and mm. you can't try to like mimic that. It's gonna sound like you know trying to do Mako doesn't really work. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's like he does a fine like the guy who does Mako for all his replacement stuff is fine, but it's like it's not Mako. So it's like trying to do Alan Young would be so hard. So they just get. A character actor who's Scottish and that everybody loves. So exactly. it's, like, it's perfect. Right. It's spot on. And, and, and you know Tennant's not going to phone it in. Like, no. Like oh, no. some people, no. when they go to the voice acting side. Right. They're Maybe just, not. I mean, not intentionally. Right. But they just, it's they, not as they, good. They can't do Tennant's it. Tennant's not going to phone Pitt, it in. Brad Pitt's terrible he voice is. acting. He's oh, not yes. great. Well, he's not terrible, but he's not good either. He's very wooden. He's not mm-hmm. as good as he is live action. Like yeah. that Sinbad movie that he did. Like There's like no character in his voice. Exactly. Like, he, yeah. he, he doesn't get into it. He yeah. sounds like he's in a sound booth. Like, the, the, he yeah. sounds like he's the in a sound booth. The best he sounded was in Mega Mind. Right. Yeah. That was about yeah, it. That was about that. He was in that. Yeah. He's barely a, you know, but he's just doing the boisterous thing. But. Yeah, it's probably that, his that, best performance. That, yeah. it, seriously, because like when um, he's on like King of the Hill, it wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, King of the Hill. He's had well, he was Boomhauer cousin, so he didn't have to do anything. So. Yeah. <laughs> but it still was <laughs> I really I, stiff. I know. Yeah, yeah. but it's just it, like, really, it really it really sc- says a lot about him that I can't remember a single voice acting job. That <laughs> right, <he's done>. exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But David Tennant, he's he's been in voice acting a little bit. He played uh, Professor Honeycutt on the season seven of the new TMNT. I want to say. Uh, whichever one, but yeah, he was he was fugitoid in uh, in that the, the 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 season in space, whatever the season that was. Uh, they went into space, and the fugitoid was there, and it was David Tennant. It was like, all right, sure. <laughs> David Tennant was time traveling with him. I'm like, all right, yeah, of course they, he's time traveling. Of course he's time traveling. <laughs> I do want to hear. I know, like like the in jokes are always like always going to come, but uh, like I do want to hear like Scrooge McDuck said, time travel, it's ridiculous, like yeah, right. <laughs> preposterous, something like that, like something like ah, ridiculous. Uh, no one. 
but uh, but uh, it was really cool because I showed this to my dad too. Mm. Like he didn't see it, and I actually showed this like fully to my dad. And when oh yeah, Beck Bennett is Launchpad McQuack. I have no idea who Beck Bennett is. He's on Saturday Night Live. Neither do I. He plays Mike Pence on Saturday Night Live. That's the only credit I found. <laughs> He's probably a writer. <laughs> probably a writer, and he probably steps mm. in to play that. But I showed him this, and then like the reveal of David Tennant is so perfect because they wait for it. Like he's the last one they reveal, and he's like singing the song, and it's so good, and I love it, and I can't wait for him to be doing stuff. And it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. I can't wait for this show. I'm stoked for the show. And the, the last thing I saw him in was yeah. Jessica Jones. Oh right, yeah, right. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like going from such a character right? where that I was scared of and right. I hated Terrifying. to just this fun little cartoon. Yeah. I'm like. No. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it was yeah. funny when we went to go see uh, Rogue One. Yeah. This past weekend, mm-hmm. I overheard someone in line talking about. Um, she it was just someone I completely overheard, yeah. and she was talking to somebody like, "I'm really glad I saw Doctor Who before I saw Jessica Jones <laughs> yeah. because I could never unsee right. Right. Purple Man." Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh yeah. I just thought that was a hilarious comment. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, it's I terrible. Never... Well, not only that. Before that, I saw Broadchurch, and he's so depressing in Broadchurch. Oh right. Like, oh my God. Like he's not a villain, but he's depressing as all get out of Broadchurch. <laughs> Go watch Broadchurch if you ever want to be depressed. I, I threw that on as like, oh, David Tennant show? I'll watch this to relax. Don't do that. It's, <laughs> it's sad. Don't watch it to relax. It's a good show, but it's not a relaxing show. Um, other In other news, uh, let's get to... Uh, I mean, this is kind of over before... It, I, I don't know why I mentioned this. Cowboy Bebop was $20 today on Amazon. <laughs> The entire series of Cow Bebop on Blu-ray was $20. <laughs> does it include the movie? Uh, no, it does not include the movie. No, it does not. Uh, Man. That's insane. Uh, yeah. This is like a 60-plus series, like all the time. Yep. And it was $20 on Amazon. Um, so go get it now. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Yeah. I mean, Period. I got it in DVD form for like thirty bucks. That's so. true. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I would say like, but like a new, like brand new set, Blu-ray, twenty dollars. That's a steal, and it's like, yeah. which is amazing because it's such an old show. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, some of the old shows, like Outlaw Star, their full set still a hundred dollars because really, the, it's how they make their money. Like it's the and, and I was I was asked the question like, how come it's so much more expensive? And I actually looked it up. It's because the licensing is super high uh, mm-hmm. when it comes over here, and that's the majority of profit that anime makes is off their merch sales. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the majority because they don't make it back through advertising uh, typically, whereas in mainstream shows today, majority of their profit is already made back in advertising and uh, and you know uh, sponsor deals. Mm-hmm. So right. like they by, by the time their show is like aired, you know uh, the the full seasons, they've already made most of their profit back. So it's basically a steal to get a lot of the, you know, it's like, all right, yeah, just market the thing and put it out. And it's, it's, like, it's strange so. how that the, the difference, like the, mm-hmm. the difference between TV shows and movies is that way. Right, yeah. Because mm-hmm. TV shows make their money from advertising. Right. And movies have to pay to get advertising. To get advertising, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, just, exactly. It, yeah. It's just the, the complete opposite yeah. of how you so, market something. Yeah, and so anime is like different in its own way. It's like this other little sure. thing, which is why, you know, the complete series of Helsing is still $140. And like, it's like, okay, sure. You know, 
Uh, it's just, and that was when it was six DVDs and not ten. So, mm. <laughs> right? so uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's it's a weird little thing that anime uh, has. So that, that's a good topic to call on. But before we go, I haven't talked about this yet because I was going to do a news episode last uh, last month. Uh, I was in the throes that I already had pre-recorded for Anime Month and everything, so I haven't been able to talk about. It. Let's talk about it now. Young Justice is getting a season three. Yeah, and I can't believe it. I. Wanted it to happen so much. I tweeted, keep binging YJ all the time. It was my most retweeted stuff, period. I, I actually got a lot of a lot of feedback from those tweets and everything. It's the only time I've actually used Twitter correctly. It's like, it's like clearly. You don't Twitter very well. I don't I don't know the Twitters, and it's dying anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. I don't care. But anyway, uh, but no, uh, so apparently all the watching, all the binging that people have been doing for Young Justice on Netflix paid off when the second season came out. Because, uh, I mean, Greg Weissman came out and he said, look, if you want this to happen, watch it. It's not out of the ballpark. It's a stretch, but it's not out of the ballpark. We can get this done. If you keep watching and show that there's interest, we can pitch this thing because we still want to do it. Them and mm-hmm. Brandon Vietti, I forget the guy's the other name that uh, did it. Uh, but yeah, I, I apologize uh, for forgetting his name. But the two co-creators, they wanted to do it. They wanted to do season three. They wanted to finish it because it left on such a cliffhanger. Um, uh, but and then the news came out like during that month, and I was I was flabbergasted. I just mm-hmm. I had no idea. I was just I had no way, no freaking. <laughs> and it literally came out a week like it came out like a day after I finished recording the last episode of Anime mm-hmm. Month. So I had like I could I couldn't talk about it. I was like <laughs> I can't talk about it. It's, I've got all my stuff recorded, but um, it was insane for me to see it. Like I just I never thought I'd see like oh yeah. Oh I I honestly I, saw, as soon but, as I saw the advertisement right I did not click on it because I thought it was just gonna joke. be clickbait. Yeah. Right yeah clickbait yeah. nonsense like yeah the April exactly. Fool's prank like the girl. Gargoyles movie, like nonsense. Like you know, I know, but then like it was just like, and then I just started like checking sources, and like I checked like three different sites to make sure this was a real thing. Yep. And I was just like, oh my god, it's happening! <laughs> and then Greg Weissman tweeted it out. I'm like, ah! So I was just like, oh, it was amazing. I just I couldn't believe it. I I enjoy that show so thoroughly. Um, I think I enjoy it. Slightly better than pretty much all of the other Timbers, like Bruce Timber stuff, except for Justice League. I think Justice League is the only one that really tops it for me. I really enjoy Young Justice. Like, it's really good for me. It is like, I, definitely up there for me, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, there so are just rough. so many good episodes mm-hmm. of Batman the Animated Series. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. That's, that's always going to be a personal favorite for me. Sure. I grew up with it. Absolutely. There are so many episodes where the characters are just relatable and you right. want to feel something <laughs> yeah. for them. Yeah. And then I you just, got Young Justice who has plot lines out the wazoo. Right, yeah. Just I just consider them all lines. one series. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, Batman, Superman, Justice League, Young, they all yeah. take place in the same universe. Yeah. Young Justice is slightly different. but yeah. Slightly. It, it, it's, it's, it's off on its own yeah. little deal because it's Greg Weissman running it and everything. Right. But... Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's really like it's you could plop it in there and it wouldn't you wouldn't miss it like that's for sure <laughs> yeah. like you you wouldn't miss it if you plopped it in but yeah. uh, you know it's just I, I can't wait for things like because like I was thinking about season three like what could have happened like when season two was happening because they had the five year jump in between and I'm just like what if they had another five year jump oh my god what if what if we have a five year jump and Batgirl is Oracle and we get Cassie Kane and we and get we, Red Hood <laughs> and we get Red Hood oh. it's like oh my god what if that happened and 
I don't need that to happen, but it's like, what if that happened? Like, what if that did happen? If, if we get Cassie, if it, it's, dude, it's on. I've it's always on. wanted to see Cassandra Kane in anything other than the comics. She's never been in She's anything not, else. She doesn't look good in the comics. I, like, or I, not, not a lot of the comics. Yeah, well, her run is great. Like, yeah. her Batgirl run, 1 through 79, is some of my favorite comics, like, ever. They're well written, uh, yeah, and I enjoy so them good. a lot. I don't like I, how they look. <laughs> oh, really? I love that artist. I actually enjoy that artist a lot. Uh, but no, like, I, I want Cassandra Kane there. I want mm-hmm. just like that'd be so good. But even if it doesn't, I just want these characters back too. Like oh, I okay. want to know what happens to Wally. I want to know what happens between Vandal Savage and I'm not gonna spoil it till we get to that episode. But I, I want to know what happens <laughs> and all that stuff. Oh, uh, and then uh, the the uh, Clary and the Witch Boy. He just disappears too. You don't yeah, see does. him anymore. He just disappears. Or is he at the end there with Vandal? I he's can't at even, the end. He's at the he end is. with Vandal. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like, everything's going on, and I can't wait for it to come back. And if it takes place, like, seconds after the original series goes on, <laughs> I'm okay with that, too. I don't need a five-year jump. Just do, like, like just do it like, oh, yeah, the next day. <laughs> it's like, awesome, cool. Like, next day, sweet. Uh, just do that. Um, but, yeah, uh, we're going to be doing two episodes of that uh, in January. So, uh, <laughs> Young Justice January. Um, we'll see who I'm going to get for that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it's going to be super dope, and I can't wait for it so yeah uh young justice season three it's happening Mm. happening people that leads us to our topic of the day uh which is top 10 animated tv specials and christmas episodes and whatnot uh, you know, turning the turning the screen away so we can't cheat. just so you can't look at it. I just want to say, I'm, Jay, you got a better shot than me. It's true. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep them right here, but uh, I got a top ten. Nightmare Before uh, Christmas is on there. Get, get out of here! No, it's not. No, I, I changed it anyway. Uh, but no. Uh, so guys, uh, you know, uh, you guys can feel free to chime in any episodes that you think you enjoy as well. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. At any point, but I just thought I'd give my top ten because it gives content. Uh, like I say, it's, just, it's just automatic content, so screw it. His are uh, more important. Well, no, top ten. <laughs> top tens are just easy discussion bringers. That's it. So uh, cheap clickbait. So I'm gonna start off with number ten. Okay, this is a good one. You guys ever seen? Are these in any particular order? Uh, yes, these I, I did order these. So these are my top ten Christmas specials. That might change depending on my mood or whatever. But this is pretty <laughs> what what it is. So, uh, but my number ten is Arnold's Christmas from Hey Arnold. Uh, have you guys ever seen the Arnold's Christmas episode from Hey Arnold? Uh, I've honestly never seen an episode of Hey Arnold. I, I think we discussed hey this Arnold when I, when I was a kid. I never liked that show when I was a kid. What? I love it now that I'm an adult. Like I, I didn't hate it, but I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. I was a Rocco's Modern Life kid. I like it's like so whenever yeah. Hey Arnold was on, like I watched it, but I didn't really pay much attention. Looking on it now, I'm like, holy crap, this show was really good. Oh it yeah, had a lot of humanity and like a lot of like adult situations that they uh-huh. didn't mention. Rocco's uh, <laughs> mom being an alcoholic. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> that comes into play here um but anyway um she was just tired all the time oh yeah she sure. was just tired that's all it, but that's how they played it off like my mom's you know, like, tired but, all the but, time but but that, that was it was like that's how they played it off like she was like lazy or whatever they would they never said she was but mm. she was clearly drunk like she was clearly an alcoholic and it oh, was yeah. really sad <laughs> but they played it for like laughs all the time mm. it was just like you know oh it was weird but anyway arnold's christmas um i'm gonna give you so basically it starts off with like a freaking bomb and then goes into like regular Christmas episode territory. I'm gonna start with that first, okay? So the basic plot is Arnold's trying to get a Christmas gift for Mr. Quinn. Yes, okay. Okay, you do remember yep, this. I remember All right. this. So this is insane. Alright. Oh my god. So this is for the audience's benefit as well. I'm just gonna sit back. 
So, uh, Mr. Quinn is uh, one of the tenants that lives in Arnold's boarding house, his grandparents' own, right? So, it's like kind of this big extended family type thing, and they have like, uh, they have a, a secret Santa. So, everybody draws out a secret Santa. And uh, Arnold gets Mr. Quinn. So he's thinking, like, what could I possibly get Mr. Quinn's? Like, like, well, I'll just talk to him and figure it out. So I don't know really. He's always kind of, like, you know, keeps to himself. And around Christmas, he's always sad. So he, like, goes into his room and everything. He's like, so he's, like, trying to, like, get gauge what he's doing. It's, like, very natural conversation. But uh, he, he tells him something that's, that's the big bomb. It's like, oh, crap. And then Arnold's like, I know what to get him for Christmas. So he goes out uh, and tries to do that, finds a guy who can actually get this gift for him. Um, and, and But he can't do it because he's swamped with work and he has to do Christmas shopping. And there's no way he can even do Christmas shopping because he's swamped with this work. So he's like, well... Why don't I do your Christmas shopping for you, and then you can help me out? Yada yada, that whole you know mm-hmm. the, the 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 whole big big Goron sword game basically, yeah. but it's only one level deep. <laughs> it gets a little deeper, but it's, it's only one level deep for Arnold. Let's say. Um, so basically, it's like I'll do your Christmas shopping for you when I come back with everything. Uh, you can you know do this and uh, and help me find help me do this. It's like all right, all right. It's like all right, kid. So he gives him three hundred dollars, which is insane. But, <laughs> but they do have that conversation. I'm going to give three hundred dollars to a kid that I don't even know, and he's just like, uh, you know, it's like you can have my ID, blah blah blah, and stuff like that. It's like, but you're not going to get it done, and you're not going to get Christmas shopping done, and this way we both win. He's like, all right, kid, you got yourself a deal. Come back with everything, and I'll do, I'll do the thing you want me to do. He's like, all right, cool. So he goes out. He tries to find all the stuff. Um, at the same time, Helga, who is Arnold's bully slash crush, uh, he she's in love with him, but she bullies him, and that's like her whole like psychosis through the entire series. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's her entire real psychosis. It's real messed up. Uh, she has like a shrine to him and everything. It's really played for laughs, but <laughs> it's really it's, it's really psychotic. Uh, but anyway, so she's like, I need to find the perfect Christmas. I need to find a perfect Christmas gift for Arnold because this is the year I'm going to declare my love for him and it's all going to come you know full circle and it's like that you know and uh, so she's trying to find the perfect gift, gift and everything um, and of course it's standoffish with him as she always is but then like finds out about this whole like little Christmas shopping thing that he's doing to get this gift and she's like whatever good luck with that or whatever blah 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 and it's like oh he's such a Pure heart, you know, it's like, it's, it's, like so funny. it's great. Uh, but anyway, so, so he gets everything on the list except for these, uh, these boots, which is a boots that like all these, every girl in the city wants, basically. Uh, I forget what they're called. They have like Nancy Drew, whatever, freaking, you know, whatever. So, some, some set of snow boots or whatever that every girl wants, right? And it's a pretty funny exchange with uh, Maurice LaMarche as the, uh, as the teller. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'd like to get, uh, what a blah, 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 snow boots. And he's like, oh, okay, one second. And he leaves and he's just like, ah, oh, just one more, one more thing, one more thing, Gerald, and we got this. And he comes back with, like, three other store clerks, and he's like, tell them what you just said. Yeah, I'd like to get the snow boots. <laughs> <laughs> they just laugh at him. <laughs> like, 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 there's no way he's gonna get those boots. They've been sold out. Everybody's had them. They've been sold out for weeks, you know. So it's like, so he's like, well, I can't. Now, this is where it's kind of like, all right, you got him everything else on the list. You couldn't even have gotten the boots, so you could at least do the thing for him, mm. like, if he got all this stuff for you. But the deal was, you get everything, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, turns seems out unreasonable. I know, yeah. right? It seems unreasonable, right? Uh, well, they don't even really press it. Like they don't even really like, press that like situation. Um, I don't know, but uh, so I guess because Arnold didn't fulfill it, and he's like man, he's like a kid of honor, so he just didn't even press it. I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, so anyway, Helga ends up getting the boots from her drunk mom uh, for <laughs> on the day before Christmas when they get to open one gift. So she uh, she gets the boots, and she wanted the boots too. So she's like dancing in the snow, and then she goes, "Oh great, another moral dilemma for a thirteen year old." <laughs> which is great so she's just like alright so she goes to the guy who's supposed to do the thing and is like look uh, what you're gonna do is you're gonna take these boots we're gonna go back in there and we're gonna fulfill this wish for this naive but lovable child <laughs> whose entire worldview will be destroyed if you don't do this like, so I convince him to go in and what he's trying to do is the bomb that Mr. Quinn did at the beginning of this freaking episode he's trying to find his daughter that he gave away at the end of Vietnam. <laughs> Mr. Huynh, at the end of Vietnam, a young man having a daughter, uh, basically it was when, you know, the gates, it, it has all the, the helicopters there, everybody running for the helicopters and, you know, taking off. And so like, there's one helicopter there and like, there's like, you know, we got no room. They're trying to shut the doors and he holds up his child and they take the child, and he's like, and he holds us like, take her, like, so he takes his two-year-old child, and he's been searching for her for twenty years, <laughs> like, and that's the gift he wants to give Mister Wynn. and I'm just like, this is heavy for a children's show, like, it's just like, holy crap, like, it was amazing. It's just like, it's just, it's like the balls the show has, the guts the show has, <laughs> like, it's, right? It's brass. Oh. Um, ends up, and the guy's trying to do is the guy like works in the information department or whatever and he's trying to find who this person is and he ends up uh, finding Mai and he finally reunites ah it's lovely it's wonderful so uh-huh. you know it's all it's all great but it's just like that it's just like that's the gift yep. just insane like I, I couldn't believe that that like I remember watching that episode when I was a kid. It's only like episode eleven of season one. Like it's yeah, oh real yeah. early. It's real early. They're just like, oh yeah, he's a, he's a Vietnam refugee and he's like looking for his daughter. That's what he's been in America for. It's like what? It's insane. Um, that that episode. Yeah. I I would watch it every Christmas. Do you like really? Any, yeah. any chance yeah. I got? It's super and good. I cry every yeah. time it's because super it's good. so good. It's super good. Um, but yeah, that, that's oh. a fun show with fun characters, and everybody should check that show out if you haven't seen it. And the movie's coming back. Harold, oh, really? the Jungle movie is actually happening. The movie that wasn't going to happen for Sweet. years, and it's happening now. It's a TV. Deserves movie, it. So. <laughs> it does. It definitely deserves it. Uh, cl- uh, uh, Craig, Craig Clark, Craig Bartlett, Craig Clint Bartlett. I forget his name. The creator, Clint but Barton. Clint, uh, it's, Clint Bar- Bar- <laughs> it's Bartlett. I know that. But anyway, uh, so number two goes to Bob's Burgers Christmas in the Car. <laughs> Do you guys be number nine? Saying? Number nine. What did I say? Number two. Yes, number nine. Uh, <laughs> Bob's Burgers chased by the by the by the Christmas dra- by the giant uh, <laughs> semi truck. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I put this one on there simply because of the fight scene at the end. Oh it's yeah, not a fight scene at all. Like it's the most pathetic fight scene ever. Um, but this one's great because it's like kind of it's like Bob's Burgers, like ridiculously. Oh, like they have really good Thanksgiving episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's their best episode, which is Thanksgiving. weird because no show, no has show does the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, which I think is brilliant because yeah. it's just like yeah, he's a cook, so he always wants to do a good Thanksgiving, and it never works. Yeah. So it's like the turkey always gets destroyed. It's all it's like 
like the tradition. But and this one, they 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 go. They're, they're trying to spend. They, they want to get a tree. He wants to get a real tree. So they're going out, and they they cut off this this big rig driver who starts stalking them. And it's like a horror movie, basically, <laughs> where this big rig driver is like stalking them. But it turns out he's just he's just like this lonely guy who doesn't get to spend his family with Christmas because yeah. he's always on the road. And uh, it, it it has a nice little message at the end as well as you know Bob's Burgers can do because I think they. <laughs> yeah, so like, I don't know. It, it, it's got a little bit of heart with a lot of cynicism on it. That's why I like Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, it's like it never ends the way you think it's going to end. But you know, it's just, there's it's actually awful. a movie that that episode was actually based off of. Was there really? Yeah. What's it? It's it's, like, uh, it's not an anime movie. It's an old. Uh, I think it's seventies. Um, where a guy he's just right. He's trying to get home. Yeah, and he's driving through the desert and he cuts off a semi truck driver. I think you know. Yeah, I think and it is, but I don't know what it's called. The guy just he chases, chases him down. Him down. <laughs> like, and at one point, he uh, he even goes into like a bar to try and be like, okay, yeah, I saw the guy parked out here. No one's in the bar though, right. but the semi is still parked out front. Mm, thing. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Well, there you go. Uh, but yeah, they do that same thing. Cause they're in the diner and he sees mm-hmm. the thing and he's like, "Where is he?" You know, so they do the whole bit. So yeah, I don't know. I like it. I enjoy that one, and it's got a good Christmas message at the end. So that's mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers with their good Christmas episode. Watch the Thanksgiving ones though; they're they're better. <laughs> uh, next one, I'm guaranteeing neither of you have heard of, uh, but I've watched it recently. A couple years ago, I was. Turned on to this one, and it's really quite uh, quite enjoyable for a little kids' movie. Uh, the Forgotten Toys. It is a British production, um, and it's about a teddy bear uh, played by Bob Hoskins. <laughs> I'm in. And Annie, which is a doll, uh, played by Joanna Lumley from oh. Ab- from Absolutely Fabulous and uh, the Avengers, the new Avengers yes. uh, series. Uh, yeah, um, it's really quite lovely. It's just about this bear and this doll who were thrown out the day after Christmas. Christmas, um, and they set off on a little adventure to find new kids. Like, cause like they're they were thrown away, you know, like they were forgotten. And like everything. the misfit toys, like misfit, misfit toys like kind Lotso. of thing. But yeah, like Lotso. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Except they don't, you know, harbor a grudge and make a cult. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. not <laughs> like strawberries. Amazingly, Bob Hoskins is the normal one in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> He's my dog. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen Unleashed? Great movie, terrible movie, but love it. Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, don't watch. Yeah, uh, but no, it's got some little smart humor in it, as British humor tends to do. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also an American dub where Annie isn't played by Joanna Lumley, but it's never credited. But apparently, it exists. Oh. I don't know. Bob Hoskins is still Teddy, but <laughs> Joanna Lumley is not uh, Annie, which That's is weird because like Joanna Lumley's was her accent popular. too thick. I guess. I guess they went like, <laughs> oh, but Hoskins was right. I was like, Hoskins, oh, oh, she's all thrown out. I don't need none of that. It's hilarious. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. That's what he does. Like that's what he does in this thing. You know, it's like, that was, oh, okay, I want new toys. We'll find new kids. That's what we'll do. Like, that's what he does. I'm not making these lines up. Like, that's the best bad Idris Elba impersonation I've ever heard. Not Idris Elba. It's Bob Hoskins. It's, per, it's a spot on Bob Hoskins impersonation. That's Mario to a T. That's Eddie Valiant to a T, who doesn't have a British accent. But anyway, um, but yeah, no, it's actually quite. Uh, it's actually quite cute. Um, very lovable. Uh, they end up. Nah, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's it's very lovable. They 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 find this dog who's like. Uh, 
they find this dog who like befriends them and everything, and like you know, Teddy doesn't like dogs. He gets you know, and Teddy's get eaten by dogs, but he and eventually like he ends up giving this like he get, they get like <laughs> that's chased. my dog. Well, they, exactly. <laughs> well, they get chased down by dogs like 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 in a junkyard eventually, <laughs> and so he like he like tries to temper them all. He's like he's like oh, I'm a direct descendant of Teddy Teddy Roosevelt, president of the United States. <laughs> like he goes on this giant thing. It's like so if you want to mess with me, you're messing with the Constitution. Like, it's, like, it's this great. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> it's a great little speech. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, anyway, uh, but then the dog comes in, and saves them from the, them dogs. But anyway, it's 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 a lovely little uh, little, little thing. Um, they meet they meet a hobo that's Santa. Um, I, I I assume it's Santa. I don't know. He's got. They don't really say it's Santa, but is it like in the Polar Express where you're not sure yeah, if the hobo Santa? Or yeah, not? basically, because like he looks like Santa, and he like takes him into his little like little like like tent house, and he's got like toys there, and he's like and he like fixes him up and everything, and he can hear them talk somehow, which I don't think is a thing. I don't know. It's like Toy Story before Toy Story because like they're alive clearly, but no, but when the people are around, they're like, oh, stay still. So I don't know. But homeless person's on drugs. Homeless, but yeah, homeless person. Day. They don't. Care. I was like, ah, homeless guy, he can see us, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, Forgotten Toys. It's uh, very lovable, very enjoyable. Uh, I think it's available on YouTube just to watch. I, I don't think anybody really copyrights it. So, um, But maybe it'll get taken off after this gets mentioned. I don't know. Number seven, uh, Simpsons Marge Be Not Proud. Uh, obligatory statement, back when the Simpsons were good. <laughs> Which is, you know... It doesn't even need to be said anymore. I don't know. Um, hmm. But, uh, yeah, Marge Be Not Proud uh, is the one where Bart shoplifts. Yes. Shoplifts. Oh, yes. Bone Storm. <laughs> Tell your parents <laughs> to buy it or go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> buy me Bone Storm or go to hell. Bart! <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, back when the Simpsons were good, uh, Bart uh, shoplifted Bone Storm. Um, uh, because everybody was going to get it, but, you know, it was like, oh, he didn't, he didn't have money to buy it. And uh, Nelson and one of the other kids, uh, Jimbo, Jimbo and Nelson, they were, like, shoplifting and like, hey, check it out, Simpson. And he's got a thing under his hat and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And uh, uh, so he's just like, uh, and he just swipes, uh, just swipes, uh, swipes to copy Bone Storm. But he gets picked off by one of the security guards. And, like... I like this episode because it's like it has like a real like kind of vibe of like if you were caught shoplifting. I've never shoplifted, uh, and I certainly have never been caught shoplifting. <laughs> anyway, uh, but if you were like caught shoplifting, it kind of has like a good feel of that because the guy's like kind of like it, like the the, the the security guards like, an, like he's got a U.S. Marine Corps tattoo and stuff, so he's like a real hard. He's, like, he's just a real hardcore dude, you know. So, but he's like showing him this video and everything. He's like, I tell you, little punks like you come to my store, you know. Like does this whole thing. He does his shtick but it's like but it's like but they kind of play it off kind of serious because Bart's just kind of like slumping the whole time and he's just like look just like just let me like he leaves a message on their on their phone so he like races to get it uh, to, to get it off you know so it's like a Ferris Bueller thing mm-hmm. and then it gets there it's like Marge and it's like huh we didn't have a message when we left which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so he plays it Good old so, Homer. so he plays it and he goes hello Mata hello Fata <laughs> it's like, it's like Marge, is Lisa in Camp Granada? <laughs> Which is so good. Uh, and then he goes, now, put the tape where no one will find it. And he puts it in the cassette tape for that song. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, so he puts it like, no one will ever find it. Click. So anyway, so he gets away with it, but then she realizes, uh, he realizes, oh, they're going to have their photo, photo taken at the at the, at the Quick Buy, or whatever it was called. The um, Not the Quickie Mart. Everybody's going to say Quickie Mart. It's not Quickie Mart. 
That's not what I'm talking about. It's a department store. Anyway, <laughs> so stop your comments. Anyway, um, but anyway, uh, I wish I got comments. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, but no, so they're going to have to take their photo taken. So it's just like, so he's like trying to like hide his face and everything. And like as they're taking the photo, the security guard drags him snatches out, him snatches him, him as photo. it's being photoed. Um, and he's like, oh, your kid's a shoplifter, shows in the video. And Marge just kind of cuts him off. Like, isn't like mad. Mm-hmm. Just like, it's just like that She's sort of like, just like, not even that. She's just like, kind of like cuts him off from like any, like, like, just like, you know, I was like, I thought he was always my special little guy, but like, I don't know where, like where this went wrong. So she kind of treats him like an adult, like a grown up. So she doesn't like tuck him in or anything. Just like, good night. And like, not, yeah, it's just like, oh, geez, like, it's just like this real guilt trip kind of deal. Uh, so eventually he goes and, like, gets a little photo taken, uh, at the shop, uh, and he comes back in with it, like, under his coat, and, like, Marge is like, what are you shoplifting again? And, like, shows the photo, and it's like, ah, oh, the best present ever, and it's Aww. adorable, and it's great. Uh, but it's just, like, one of those moments of, like, remember when Simpsons had heart? Remember that? Yeah. Remember when, like, it didn't end with Marge remember? getting tasered, and, like, <laughs> that's how it ended? Remember when it used to end with, like, Marge and Homer, like, holding hands on bicycles, riding off to the sunset? Remember when stuff like this happened? Before everybody in comedy was a cynic, like, <laughs> just a nihilist no. a hole that just does everything. It just, I don't know. It just, uh, it's true. I, I just, I, there's a lot of comedy that I enjoy nowadays, but it just, I don't know. Like, and it's not on TV. It writes, right. It's, it's like, even Rick and Morty, like, there's a little heart to what's going on. Exactly. Like, there's still heart there. It's like, yeah, everybody's a cynic, but like, rare, but it's there. Right? It's, it's, it's around, you know, it goes to jail for them. Like, come on. It's like, it's, it's good. Spoilers. It's, it's uh, yeah, spoilers. Spoilers, yeah. But still, I'm just saying. Uh, there's, there's lots of heartfelt moments and things like that, and I just feel like a lot of things, like the Family Guy type humor, mm. uh, it just it it just goes devoid of heart because you just want to be as goofy. We have as to possible. say since yeah. Family Guy came back, yeah, it's true. Yeah, because there was heart. There was heart. lots of heart. Yeah, it had heart yeah. when it first started, and and even when it came back, it still did. It like took a couple seasons, and then it's just like, all right, nobody. Yeah. It's just there's yes. just, it's just all cynicism. It's that's, just what, like, <laughs> that's what I like about uh, Futurama. Is yes, like, yeah. yeah. Yes. Throughout the whole series, mm. like mm. you'll be like, funny episode, funny episode, yeah. breaks your heart. Why did right. you do this Why to me? Why? 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 And even like the very last episode, you're yes. like, yes, yeah. they're having yeah. a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so it's sweet. So Spoilers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> happy ending is definitely a, uh, but no, yeah, I, I love Futurama. And like that, that's a show that I feel like all the Simpsons writers jumped off on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so weird. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's my number. What was I on? Seven. Seven. Uh, number six, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Everybody knows this of one, course. right? Everybody knows this one, right? Spoilers! <laughs> Wait, he actually uh, stole Christmas? I, I, I have a trivia question for you, Jay. Okay? Who narrated this? Do you know who narrated this by chance? Uh, who narrated the Grinch? How the Grinch stole Christmas? And I don't mean the Jim Carrey version. Oh, I mean God, the original. No. I know. Like yeah, I, I, uh, of course, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like a, 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 about a generation behind us, maybe. Maybe yeah, about half that. a generation. I don't know. It's familiar. What are you like ten I, years younger I, than me? God, but I don't, sorry, go on. Yeah, you're forty, right? Uh, I'm, no. like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm near there. Anyway, uh, uh, it's I can I can 
like hear it yeah, in my yeah. head, and I yeah. could probably put a face to it. But sure, <laughs> it's Boris Karloff, uh, really? Frankenstein himself. Yeah, oh, Frankenstein's wow. monster. Frankenstein's monster. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, because Frankenstein actually is cast in those movies. So, yeah. Yeah, so Frankenstein's monster himself. Uh, was he Dracula at really? any point? Any point? I think no. Was, no, Bela no. Lugosi was. Bela Lugosi was Dracula. Yeah. Bela Lugosi was Frankenstein at one point. That happened, or he was Igor. He was Igor at one point. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it was. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Karloff yeah. was also the Kar- mummy. The mummy. He was also the mummy. Yeah. Original mummy, yeah, uh, lot, lots of stuff. Boris Karloff was wow, uh, yeah. So yeah, Boris Karloff narrated uh, this one. Uh, also, given the math, how many sizes would, was the Grinch's oh, heart oversized after the day? Three sizes. Well, it grew three sizes. Oh, but how many sizes was it oversized from that point? Oh, <laughs> it was one size because it was really? his size. His heart was two sizes too small. Oh, that's right. And then it grew three <laughs> sizes, so it's one size. Nerd. It's a uh, right. math. It is nerd too dumb. late. <laughs> To do math right now. True, it is too late. I was told there would be no math. I was told there would be no math. Uh, but The Grinch Stole Christmas, if you haven't seen this, what's wrong with you? Uh, Chuck Jones animation. It's freaking beautiful. Go it watch it. It's adorable. It's cute. It has Max the dog. It's great. It's adorable. He's great. He has a he has antlers and he tips over and it's cute. Um, it, it's it's great. Chuck Jones. It's one of his greatest accomplishments and he's accomplished great things in animation. Oh, yeah. And it's one of his best things. Did Go also, see it. He also did the so. Horton Here's a Who movie, right? I believe so. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think yeah, so. yeah, not the CG one, right? Not uh, the CG one. Yeah, yeah, the original back in the day. I think he did all those, like any okay. of the adaptations, because there was one about the kid who like travels through different storybooks. I forget what that was called, but he also did that one. Um, yeah, he did a lot of them, and the Grinch Mountain, which was a really weird one, and what? That's a really weird one. It like has it's like something on Grinch Mountain, and it's about this. Bo- and it has this weird, weird little trippy acid trip ver- like dream sequence. We're in still it. talking it's, about Doctor Seuss, so everything is acid trip. This is true. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the man who coined the word nerd. Fun fun fact I, there. I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He coined you the word. Should have quizzed me on that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> should have quizzed you on that. Ask me something okay. I know. Ask me something I do know. We'll do that. Uh, how, how the Grinch Stole Christmas? That's mine. Number five, another classic. A Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. A Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, hangs the ornament on the little Christmas tree. <laughs> falls, <laughs> falls right over. <laughs> the beautiful speech by Linus at the end, talking yeah. about the true meaning of what Christmas is. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the commercialism, not the yada yada. It's about. All that stuff. So, <laughs> but the suspense yeah, suspense had me. Yeah, right? but yeah, and all that. I, I had nothing. I was about to learn. <laughs> I was about to learn the true meaning of Christmas. I mean, you know, it's you about. The, it I mean, me. it's about the birth of Christ. You know, you can argue about the dates and all that stuff. But oh, that's what well, I, don't, is, so. I don't care though. <laughs> but anyway, that's what it's all about. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a really good uh, little movie. Everybody should watch it. Uh, Lucy gives the. <laughs> is that the one where she like freaks out because he pauses for like five seconds? Is that that one? I think that's that one because I said, "How do I look I in my so. Christmas dress?" Yes. And he yeah. doesn't yeah. say anything for like half a second. He's like, "Why'd you pause? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> like, it's so good. Yeah. I love Lucy. Ah. See what I did there? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, the old Charlie Brown Christmases are pretty good. I hope that makes a comeback because there was. I don't think the movie did as well as they wanted it to. They were going to have a TV I series. I heard it was really good too. I haven't seen. I haven't watched it yet. Amazingly, it. I have not watched it. Um, 
But, uh, you know, it's just kind of like one of those things where, like, you know, Charlie Brown just takes an L the entire movie, and it's like, yeah, that's the point. That's the Charlie point. Exactly. It's Charlie Brown. Like, have you ever seen a Charlie Brown anything? Right. He always he takes the L. He never gets to kick the football. I he mean, always I... takes the L. He never gets anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, until, like, the big heartwarming moment at the end where they have to one of my favorite. Like, like mm-hmm. remember the, the Mad Magazine things? Yeah, yeah. They had yeah. one that was, it was just, like, panels of, like, rejected Peanuts movies. Oh, God. And they were just hilarious. Like, Snoopy's Roadkill. Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember Snoopy's panel was hilarious. Oh, remember, when, remember when we had to read about comedy? <laughs> oh, that was one of the first things. Hecklers.com back when the internet happened. I loved mm-hmm. Hecklers. Hecklers was great. I wish they would come back. Like, I used to submit their headlines and top ten lists all right? the time. All the time would, we would do that. Oh, yeah. I loved it. That was the, the caption contests and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Those were fun. Yeah. I, uh, I wish Hecklers would come back. That was like the first, like, that was like my first introduction to like internet, you know, like, like audience driven content. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. and I was like early days of internet, like AOL internet. Oh like, yeah. We were still like, definitely on dial up. Yeah. We were definitely on dial up when that was happening. Yeah. The, was... the, um, the domain is for sale. Is it? I looked really? at it. Interesting. I, I checked buy it. it. Not to like, buy it. it then... Like if you look at any domain, they're like right. 20 bucks. Yeah. Hecklers is like 150. Well, yeah. So because, somebody, yeah. So because somebody, somebody actually knows that it had yeah. a brand at right, one point. Yeah. Somebody it should. Funny. It, it could be a part of the destination network. We could. We could yeah. probably yeah. bring that in. The I'll, I'll talk to Brian about that. We'll the hecklers, <laughs> and then somebody's got to maintain it, which is going to be me. So. <laughs> so it's an easy sell. Oh, it's the web guy. Yeah, I'll let him do of it. Of course. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas. Spider Man, the web Sp- guy. Spider Man, web okay. guy. <laughs> Sling us a web. You're the Spider Man. <laughs> a little weird owl for you. Uh, number four. I don't know if you guys have watched this one. Maybe you have. I don't know. You probably remember this one. A Pinky in the Brain Christmas. Yes, yeah, before A Pinky in the Brain Christmas. Oh, it's been years. A yeah. lovely little ending. Uh, it's the time he almost took over the world. Uh, his plan <laughs> uh, was to send out these teddy bears that everybody would want. He's going to market these teddy bears. Everybody's going to get these teddy bears, right? And he's going to send his hypnotic signal through them, you know, to where he can, you know, then hypnotize the entire world, the entire, you know, cele- Christmas celebrating world that he will be their master and ruler for all time. That's that's his plan, right? Um, proof. Yep. Uh, so, but the whole thing is he has to get into Santa's lair to, or is, is his workshop. Why did I say lair? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Santa, Santa could have a lair. Lair. Yeah, lair. Yeah, I was like, is he in Santa's workshop? I mean, it is hidden. It is hidden. It's true. In the, uh, uh, in the, uh, the workshop. Sorry. No, sorry. In the, okay? detec- in the, uh, detective gadget cartoon. That's right. He actually does have a dungeon. He does have a dungeon. That's right, he does. And he's like thrown into it because like Claw takes it over. I remember this. Oh man. Inspector Gadget Christmas. Sorry. (laughs) Put that in number two. Uh, Fantastic cartoon. Um, But yeah, uh, so basically like he's got to like, yeah, he's got to infiltrate, you know, uh, Santa's workshop to Mm -hmm. put these bears in so that everybody gets this bear. So it's like, all right. uh, So he ends up. I feel like if Santa didn't notice all these extra bears, they might have some quality I mean, control problems. He's got to worry about every kid in the world, so it's like if there's a few extra gifts yeah, somewhere that he didn't he been know. Do- but how long has he been doing it? Yeah, he's checked in. Well, exactly, he's phoning <laughs> in at this point. <laughs> he checks it twice, he right? He checks it twice, and that says, like, yeah, what are the gifts? I don't care. Just give me the, just, just have them. I'm stopping time for like a year so I can get this done in one night, okay? So can you just... Anyway, so... Um, so anyway, so he gets it all done, but but the whole time Pinky's like, we gotta deliver my letter to Santa. He's like, all right, Pinky, we'll deliver your letter to Santa, and all that, blah blah blah. So 
uh, he ends up not delivering the letter and everything. So he's like, you know, but as it's going on, like, like Pinky finds his letters, like, and he's like, he's like in tears, like brain, I didn't give my letter to Santa. And like, and then brain just snips, snaps, like, who cares about your stupid letter? It's like, it's like, get, get in your position so you can flip the switch. And like Pinky, you know, Rob Bolson doing the crying Pinky thing is really sad. <laughs> and like brain's like getting like crazy eyes. Like he's actually going to pull it off. Like it's actually going to happen. And then like the letter's like in his hand and he starts he reading read. it. And it's just, yeah, and, and it's it's all like if there's any it's like if there's anything that you want give it to my best friend the brain and he just started it's this brilliant performance by Maurice <laughs> Lamarche you know where he's just like you know it's like you know it's like if, if by any chance if you have anything in that if you have in that bag the world and it's like it's like ah he wanted to give his best friend something it's so nice and then so like he's like he actually switches it on and it's just like you know and it's like you know people of the world and he just like tells him to have a merry Christmas, Christmas. and it's yeah. all like yeah. <laughs> it's all happy. He could have ruled the world right there, but he didn't. And it's just like, oh man, brain, you sentimental fool. You could have had it. Like, <laughs> like, so that's that's where we look back on our failures. Is on this Christmas special. <laughs> if you can rule the world, take the opportunity. Don't wish a merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Try screw your friends. <laughs> screw whatever they want. Screw all that stuff. That's what we need. Take um, the uh, any, any before I get to my top three? Any any ones you want to talk about? Wacko's Wish. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You taught me here. I, that should have been on here. <laughs> yep. Y- you're right. That should've, I should have left. I should have crossed out Bob's Burgers and put in Wacko's Wish. Yep. You're absolutely right. It's Wacko's Wish is fantastic. Fantastic. I forget movie. about that one because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's the length of a movie, isn't it? In about yeah, an hour and a yeah. half. Yeah. It's an yeah. hour and a half movie. And it was the last thing from Animaniacs, yep. too. It was the last yep. production for Animaniacs. But yeah. It was like a final. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was done storybook style, and it was about this like this shooting star that landed in like uh, medieval whatever like yeah. strange little world that they're in, uh, and everybody's trying to get to the wishing star to try and get the you know to get the last wish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and spoilers in the mo- in the title. Wacko gets it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they're trying to get there because Wacko has the wish. I think yeah. that's why. So yeah, he has to really like reaffirm it. Or yeah, exactly. Or something like that. So like they have to get to that to get to the wishing star, and but everybody else is the brain wants to get to it to rule the world. Right. Everybody wants to get to the wishing star, so it's like this cannonball run to the mm. wishing star. It's a really good special. You know that's what? So good. Jay, you, you you did it. You taught me Boz Burgers off this <laughs> in there, in there, and it's probably up on the list too. I'd probably put it like above quite a few of those so uh, really, yeah all the songs are catchy yes the humor is fantastic as, as per usual with an right, animation right with an so. the animation is superb mm-hmm. you know you, you top it here <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't believe it but no it's it's, it's really good I also I, have one more too sure absolutely phenomenal. you're gonna you the Justice League Christmas yes Christmas. I did think about that one that one I did remember I thought about putting that one on here uh, Christmas what is it called like holidays it's like or holidays something, something yeah. like that I can't remember what it's called but yeah it's it's literally just uh, funny, funny thing about that. But anyway, uh, it's it's just taking a look at the life of every Justice League member. And it's the only half-hour Justice League episode, too, mm-hmm. of that season. Because yeah. they were hour-long episodes or two-parters. It's the only one-parter. And it's just like them have, spending Christmas together, basically. Yeah. And Clark and uh, Jean are spending it at Clark's parents. Yeah. And, like... Clark is this big Christmas nerd, and it's great because yeah. like he's just like he's yeah. such a kid. And he's such a child, yeah. It's, and my favorite line comes from that: "We used to wrap, we used to wrap his presents in, in lead, lead paper, in lead paper." And he goes, "You mean Santa wrapped them?" Yeah. <laughs> what? I love it. So, you mean Santa wrapped them? And it's <laughs> like he's just like one of the like, best in, lines of all intensely time. Intensely looking at his parents, <laughs> you mean Santa wrapped them? Yeah. 
it's like the, it's like I'll send you to the cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, Santa, whatever. But yeah, it's like, and he like runs down the stairs, like open presents on Christmas Day. It's hilarious. It's, it's so perfect. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, Hawk Girl and, uh, Green, and Lantern. Green Lantern are like in a bar fight on Alien World. Yeah. <laughs> that's how she spends Christmas. It's fantastic. It's so good. Uh, the Flash is working, you know, his humanitarian stuff in an yeah. orphanage, gets kids for all the gifts for all the kids. He has to fight Ultra Humanite, who ends up getting the Christmas spirit too, because mm-hmm. that always happens with a villain. And uh, <clears throat> Batman and Wonder Woman aren't seen this whole episode, so wonder what they're doing for Christmas. Uh, just Crying saying. about parents uh, <laughs> and doesn't believe in Christmas because she's I, Greek. I don't think so. I think they're probably celebrating. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. This is a children's podcast. Yeah, right. yeah, no, right. I think they're probably celebrating in their own special way. I'm just saying they were a love interest in that show. They're That's having true. hot cocoa. They're having hot cocoa together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. What are they um, saying? Uh, what are they saying? Yeah. Uh, no, um, Luke Cage, they're having coffee. Having coffee. Having coffee. coffee. That's right, yeah. They're having coffee. They're having coffee. coffee? It's the new coffee. Netflix and chill. It's the new Netflix and chill. <laughs> coffee. Anyway. Coffee. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's two really good ones. I, I thought about Justice League. It uh, just barely hmm. didn't make it, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, actually, none of my actually none of the the Batman anime series. I thought about Holiday Nights too. The the Batman anime series. It was yeah. the first cut over to the new version, and it was a bunch of small stories. It was uh, Harley Quinn and Ivy going on, going Christmas shopping. Yeah, uh, yeah. With, <laughs> with Bruce Wayne's money. Yes. <laughs> like, um, uh, uh, Batgirl fighting Clayface on Christmas because he's got like little urchins he like, he, like turns into like five little urchins that are shoplifting because that's what Clayface is reduced yeah. to yeah <laughs> right. I'm sorry Clayface like uh, but yeah he's just steal a slinky yeah but it's the it's <laughs> the debut of uh, that's special because it's the debut of uh, Tara Strong as Batgirl so oh really she always plays Batgirl now just about and uh, that mm. was her first time was that episode so mm. that yeah, was her much. debut uh, and also yeah. uh, the New Year's Eve episode with the Joker and a great little uh, uh, coffee shop Christmas pie with Batman and Jim Gordon which is yeah. just awesome yeah. it's like it's a tradition they have like Christmas yeah. pie that's like, fantastic it's, like, it's really good and, like, I'm sure that diner is just like this guy comes in a bat costume so, <laughs> what a weirdo <laughs> yeah I have one that uh, I know. Sure. You know what I'm going to say, yes, and sure. I know you're not going to put on your list. It's fine. And I'm bringing it up because Bring you up. hate it, and I love it. You know, I is, probably don't hate it as much as I used to, but go on. The He-Man She-Ra Christmas, Christmas special. special. Yes, it is the cheesiest, it's so cheesy. most nonsensical thing you've ever seen in your life, and it's fantastic. I think I hated it as a kid because I, for some stupid reason, as a kid, I took Skeletor seriously. I don't know why. I, would, I don't know why I would ever do that. Um, That's but what was, makes it so but, but great. He was, like, yeah, I, I took him as a goofball, but he was always like a villain. You know what I mean? Like he was always like a villain. And in this, he, like, I am not nice. I am not kind, and I am still taking you to Hard Prime. <laughs> he's this evil guy, but he's like he gets swayed by these children to like become you know good, and it's just like. Don't worry, Skeletor. Christmas oh, only comes once a year. Oh. Thank goodness. Oh, God. <laughs> oh this is so oh, great. I'm going to have to watch this now. It's so bad. <laughs> um, it's the best thing it's ever. It's so awful. I, I didn't even have nostalgia for it when I was a kid. I was just like, I just didn't <sighs> like that whole thing with Skeletor. <laughs> even as a kid. When they fight the machine men, awesome. The monster men, the monster machine men, what are they called? The monster, beast monsters. Is that no, no, called? no. The beast monster the is beast in the episode. In the episode. That's, That's a right. different thing. No, they're called, the are, they, are they called the... 
The machine, no, the machine the men are the little men. guys. Oh, that's the little guys. That's right. The little the techno something. Uh, they call the, the monstroids. Monstroids or I something like right. that. Something to that degree. I like anyway, those. They're these big giant like transformers. Transformer basically, thing. They're, they're toys. Yeah, <laughs> they're toys. <laughs> they're, they're the new toys that they were trying to push, which yeah. is fine. That's what, that's what cartoons did back yeah, then. Yeah, they they actually fight a monster called the Beast, the Beast Monster, monster which is that. the yeah. most generic name of the, all time. The, the most repetitive it, name ever. It, it, um, it's it's like Transformium or Unobtainium. Right, yeah. It's literally like then, what it's like what they wrote down. Is it, and they is, just never named it. Is that the one that the machine that Man at Arms creates, and he uses a rare like fuel to power it, or is that another episode? That might be a different episode. Uh, like the, it, it's like he invents something, but it's like it can only be powered by this rare like whatever that's only grown in this one part of it. Like why you built it? Why wouldn't you power it with something, something else? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You're stupid. Like you <laughs> built this thing. Why are you making it with the rarest thing? I don't remember if that's in that episode. I, or not. I, it might be. I think it might be a different special or a different episode. I'm not sure. It's not in uh, uh, Secret of the Sword. It's not in that. I know. No, that. no, it's not in that. No. Uh, which I need to do an episode of Secret of the Sword because I adore that movie. That movie's amazing. Uh, I want to see a remake of Secret of the Sword like verbatim, like with just just like new dialogue. <laughs> well, that's the other new, thing about the He-Man uh, Christmas. It's Adora's first Christmas. It is Adora's first Christmas because the thing is, it, Christmas is a thing on Eternia because because of, of Marlena. Marlena. Marlena's from Earth. Earth. Yeah, so she tells people about Christmas. And stuff I obviously like that. don't yeah. know enough He-Man yeah. lore. Yeah, there's a lot of He-Man yeah, lore. He, yeah, yeah, Prince Adam yeah. is half human. He's half yeah, from he's Earth. Half, he's half Randor Earth. Randor is from Eternia, and his mother, actually, an she astronaut. was an astronaut who crash-landed right. in Eternia. Right. Um, and that's how they got. And, yeah, and that's how they got Christmas. <laughs> that's how they got Christmas on Eternity. Oh my! All right. I, I, I think Christmas that's. I think that's the only reason they supplemented that thing in there. So it's like we gotta throw Earth stuff onto Eternia. So it's like make uh, make Marlena Earthling or something. Anyway, my well, top that was three. always a thing, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, it might have been. I'm pretty know. sure she was always from Earth. I mean, but it was it was there before that. But I'm just saying, right. but like at some point they had the idea, probably like oh yeah, maybe Earth, but because it's like episodes in before they reveal that. Anyway, my top three. Here goes the top three. Number three, this would have made it higher had I not seen had I not missed it the first time around, because this would have been a big bombshell. Adventure Time Holly Jolly Secrets. Uh, this is an oh, episode yeah. yeah, where they sit around and they watch old VHS tapes and it's all goofy and silly and like the they're in the Ice King's palace and he's like, I don't want you watching these tapes. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and it's like, ah, shut up, Ice King, we're gonna watch these tapes. Just come on and watch them. And he's like, but for some reason he doesn't want to watch them, but he doesn't remember why. Because he's Ice King and he's crazy. Yeah. So and and so like they're all watching it, like Prince Bubblegum is Marceline. No, Marceline yeah. is not is Marceline. She comes there? in at, like okay. later on. Okay, yeah. So like they're all watching this stuff and uh I thought no, because like, didn't Marceline like? Because that the first interaction, with, the first time you realized between those two was the first time I knew about Simon's past. Oh, because when it, yeah, that's and, right, yeah. And see that that that's why this isn't. If this was higher, this would have been like probably number two or number one for me mm. had I seen this one first. Because this is where you first realize that Ice King was once a sane man named Simon from our time, yep. and the crown made him crazy and uh, immortal and. It's this like this, this descent into man. He's just this goofy little character that like is like oh, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna do some things. I need to need to find a date. Like he's just this goofball, and then like all of a sudden it just gets real heavy and like yep. real full of character. And now here's the thing though, I missed this one. My first indication of that was the episode of him and Marceline. So that was even a that episode like is even heavier for me because I missed this episode. So that's oh, the okay. that's that the first sense. time I ever learned that he was one. 
months a man and like oh, went crazy thing. with Marceline as a child. And it's just like, oh, God, like this is horrible. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, big, wonderful reveal there. Mm-hmm. Sorry to spoil that for anybody, but still just like it's definitely worth watching for sure, because right. it just just the reveal of like the videotapes is like really like heart wrenching. And they're all just kind of watching like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, like, <laughs> whoof, and then like, and then like, Ice Cube's like, well, his tapes are okay, I guess, like, because he's still insane. <laughs> still like, I don't know why I told you not to watch them, and you know? it's like, it's like, yeah, we gotta go, man. Like, just, they're just like, you know, and, and, they're, and he, like Finn's just like, heavy. and like, like Finn's like, you know what? Take care of yourself, all right? And he's just like, and that's like, yeah, like they don't, like, it's just like, oh boy, that was heavy, and you know? like, like, it was brutal. Um, but yeah, Adventure Time, mm-hmm. Holly Jolly. Secrets. Number two, Woodland Critter Christmas. Oh, from South Park. oh no. <laughs> South Park, a Woodland Critter Christmas. I literally can't talk about anything that's in this episode. You can't. <laughs> it's a PG podcast. Um, suffice it to say, it's about a story of Stan Marsh uh, helping out the Woodland Critter Christmas creatures, uh, the Woodland Critters. Written by Eric Cartman. Well, yes, written by... Well, we don't know that until, like, halfway through. Yeah, it's, it's like, right. five minutes in. No, it's, like, halfway through the episode that it's finally like, Cartman! So, seven minutes. Yes, <laughs> well, no, it's, 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 like, it's like, no, it's, like, way into the episode. Because, like, the, the, the twist happens on it, like, halfway through, and then later on, like, Kyle's like, Cartman! And he's like... Yes, Cal. <laughs> I don't remember interrupting your, your story, story, Kyle. <laughs> Let him finish the story, Kyle. <laughs> and it, it's so twisted and so messed up. Uh, yeah. Go watch it. I can't, like, it's, again, it's Don't like, let your kids watch it. Don't let your kids watch it. It's, no. it's sick and gross and terrible, but it's so oh, good. It's so messed it's like, up. Why? Why? <laughs> She's going to give birth to the Lord. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. It's so terrible. Barry the bear, squirrely the squirrel, chickadee, the chickadee. Chickadee, uh-huh. chickadee. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I can't say anything more about it. Just go watch it. Like, it's a PG podcast. I can't say anything. Uh, but, yeah, it's great. Uh, my number one, would you guys care to guess what number one is? I don't know if you want to know what it is. Uh, Rudolph the Red Nose. It, it, it's it's a bit it's a bit rough. It's I know Rudolph. I know it's not Rudolph. It's not Rudolph. I, yeah. I don't hate Rudolph like I like. There was a moment where I hated Rudolph because I was terrified of it. Like just the the the, the weird animation and the eyes. I don't know. Okay, it's, I can understand the eyes. It's weird. A lot of the eyes and the yeah. animations kind of creepy. Kind of creepy. Uh, I almost put uh, the Tales of Santa Claus on it. The origin of t- Santa Claus, which is done by Rankin Bass as well. Okay. And oh right. And it's the actual story yeah. of Santa, where he's like he's like taken in by this wood nymph and like taught things of the forest and then mm-hmm. really cool actually like it's like it's like young santa and then like these these like forest demons show up and like they have to fight the forest it's really cool yeah. like, it's like it's like it's really awesome rankin bass had some good stuff rankin bass does have some good stuff I actually like i also like their from yeah. jack frost yeah the jack frost is pretty okay too yeah yeah it's like it's and, interesting. you know thundercats that's just a little <laughs> thing rankin bass did uh anyway uh but yeah uh my number one goes to a disney one uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. The oh, yeah. best adaptation of Hans Christian Andersen's... No, yes. Yeah. Hans Christian Andersen's yeah. Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yes. Yeah. Hans Christian Andersen's Christmas Carol. The best adaptation... I was going to say it was... Yeah, I thought I was wrong. Uh, is it Hans Christian Andersen? I'm correct in that, correct? I think, yeah. Or is it Charles Dickens? Wait, no, Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens, Dickens did it. Charles I'm sorry. Dickens. Hans Christian Andersen, what did he do? He did something. Lots of stuff. He did lots of stuff. I can remember. No, no. Charles Dickens, Charles Dickens did that. Yeah, oh, yeah. it might be Hans. No, it might be Hans. No, it's Charles Dickens. It is Charles Dickens. It is yes. Charles Dickens. It is Char- it's Dickens. Dickens. It's Dickens. Yes. 
Because Doctor Who. Doctor Who had that yeah. episode, yeah. Doctor Who had that episode, yes. Charles Dickens. Why does it haunt you? Anyway. So, anyway, the best Hans adaptation... Christian Anderson's the uh, composer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Duh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Okay, sorry. Charles Dickens. The best adaptation of Charles Dickens' Mickey, uh, uh, Christmas Carol. Mickey's Christmas Carol, starring Scrooge McDuck. Mm. Or Scrooge. They just call him Scrooge. Um, Alan Young, as we mentioned before at the beginning of this podcast, of comes full circle back around to him. Uh, it's uh, it's great. Um, you know, like... It, it, it's kind of properly like taken to a Disney kind of kind of take on it and everything, except when the ghost of Christmas Future shows up and he's terrifying and he throws him into an open grave and it's like yeah. holy crap! I forgot about that. Yeah, I say, like, Jacob Marley. That oh like, no, 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 yeah, Jacob Marley's goofy. goofy. Yeah, yeah, it's like ooh, yeah, I got these chains. Whoa! I'm thinking of the other animation with the really creepy Jacob Marley with his mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. yeah. All the chains. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's like, Jacob, I, watch out for the steps. Whoa, cool. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. It's uh, I missed this. It's it's really good. Um, uh, it, it's It's got all the ghosts and everything. But yeah, uh, well, of course, like, Death turns out to be Pete, or the, the Ghost of Christmas. Yeah, be Pete. yeah. But like, like, before that, he's like this creepy, long, skinny, you know, Death Grim Reaper as he's portrayed in the book. And uh, he takes him to his grave, and like he throws him in, and it like opens up, and it's like ah, it's like it's terrifying. Like it yeah. scarred me as a kid. Like I was real young when I saw that, mm-hmm. and I was like, <laughs> that was scary. Um, but then uh, yeah, it, like that that that's always been burned into my brain. That scene of <laughs> being pushed into the grave, it's mm-hmm. like it's terrible. Um, but yeah, uh, it's great. I absolutely adore it. Yeah. The animation is gorgeous. All the lines are sketched. There's no ink line at all. It's yeah. all still, but it's all colored in, but it's all sketch lines. So it just has this real, like, old school feel to it. The backgrounds are gorgeous. Like, it's just, it's Disney animation, like, at, mwah, like, just <laughs> oh. at its peak. Like, it's just so good. It's a half hour of gold. Like, it's just, it's so good. The, the second one is A Muppet Christmas Carol. That's the second best adaptation. I was about to oh, say, yeah, adaptation. that's one of my favorite it's so, adaptations. It's, it's really close, Muppet, but I... Muppet Christmas Carol Yeah, really it, it's really close. I would say Muppet Christmas Carol probably a better movie, because, like, has, you know, like, it's an hour and a half, and it's yeah. like a full movie. Uh, but this one just, like, it just, like, that animation just, it sticks with me. There's moments that I remember watching when I was a kid, so, like, the nostalgia factors there with me. Also, and, Muppet's not animated. Can't be on this list. Well, that's true. Exactly. I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just saying, but as 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 Christmas Carol adaptations, yes, that's oh, yeah. like, like Muppets is right up there. Mm-hmm. Like it's probably, yeah. you know, it's like I mean, you know, the puppets forms animated, animated uh, puppetry. I don't yeah. know, does that count? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we count that. It's debatable. I don't know. I, I do realize why you mixed up Hans Christian Andersen for a minute. Yeah, obviously it's Dickens because he he did a bunch a bunch of other Disney adaptations for his books. Oh, that's like right. Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid's High, uh, that's the right, Snow yeah. Queen, that's which is right. Frozen. That's why there, he, there's that's a, okay. a ton of his stuff was. That's why made into okay. Disney movies. Yeah, I, just, I, I knew it was Charles. Literally Dickens. Literally like four or five of his his stories are Disney. I movies. even I even had the actor who played Charles Dickens in Doctor Who in my frame of mind. When I said, <laughs> so I knew it should have been Charles Dickens. But anyway, uh, <laughs> like, but anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I love that one to death, and it's really good, and I enjoy it, and that's my top ten of Christmas. Animated Christmas TV specials, no movies included. Um, but yeah, I guess maybe we can do movies next time. Maybe if, I don't know, uh, I don't know what we could do. Because, like, like, 
Last Unicorn isn't one, but it has a Christmas feel to it, right? Yeah. It's you know, the you know, it's it's it it has Christmassy type vibe, I think, doesn't it? It's fantasy. It's fantasy. It's I don't know, the it just like the whiteness of the unicorn and like how the, the I don't know. It, it feels like something you'd watch on Christmas to me. I don't know why. It's a it's a definitely a good feel good. Yeah. Movie. It's got like, it's got a Christmas feel to it. Like the the the, the vibe yeah. and the and the the message at the end and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, li- living, you know, you know, like living, not surviving, that sort of thing. So, yeah. you know, that, that sort of deal. But yeah, uh, that, I guess that's it. I, do I have a versus? Uh, Santa versus the Easter Bunny. Who wins that SmackDown? <laughs> I don't know. Like, 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 like. Talking? <laughs> I'm talking the, the, oh, yeah, you know what? I, I didn't put it on here. That actually would have been a pretty good one uh, for movies. Uh, Last Guardians. Last Guardians is pretty okay. You mean Rise of the Guardians? Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the, Rise of the Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, that, yeah. that is actually it's really pretty good. decent. It's yeah. pretty decent. It, it wasn't like as good as like the trailer was. The trailer was amazing. And I was oh, like, yeah. I'm so down for this movie. I cannot wait. Um, it it kind of felt like a TV movie, though. Yeah, it, did. <laughs> like, it really did. Like, really? I, it, exactly, yeah, I thought that it, movie was bad. It, well, I don't really? know. It was bad. It was bad. Like, bad. It's like, hey, what's popular? Those minion things are popular. Let's have oh, every did. single character have minions. Well, yeah, it does Santa have Santa has elves, Bre- and the Tooth Fairy has little yes. fairies, and the Easter Bunny has Dream little War- eggs. But they're and, not focused like, on that much. I know, but, but, but every like, scene has a new one. Yeah, and, I guess. And, and then, yeah. And then the the villain was really cool. Yeah, I liked, I liked, yeah. But it's like, but it's like, yeah. How how do they beat him? Well, they just yeah. they just grunt harder. Yeah, like true. oh, my staff won't go back yeah, together. That, that was annoying. I'll just don't do it harder. Yeah, don't get me wrong. That was really annoying. Uh, there, I, yeah, there are bad cliches throughout yes. the whole movie, but there's and, good parts about it. Yeah. there's good parts, and there's the animation's good. good. Animation's good. There's good parts to it. Uh, I like the voice acting. And Hugh Jackman is the reason. Yes. Jack- Why is he Australian? Uh, my friend, who is who is Santa? Yeah, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, Santa. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And, and that was one thing. Like, I loved Santa in the movie, and that was one thing that really should have happened. Uh, because, like, because like that, the, that was the thing. Like, like he he was like at the beginning of it. Like, they started having these rules of like what each holiday represents, yeah. and how like uh, you know Easter is hope, and uh, Tooth Fairy is love. What was Tooth Fairy? I can't remember what Tooth Fairy was. Uh, memories. Tooth Fairy. Memories. 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 Tooth Fairy. Yeah, memories. memories are in the teeth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 what was Christmas? Christmas with wonder. 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 Eyes of wonder. Eyes yeah. of wonder. That's what Christmas was. And like you had this idea that like Pitch was going to start attacking, like taking away. <laughs> Like the people's wonder and taking away their memories and things like that, but it just it boiled down to them stop him stopping the holiday yeah. rather than actually taking the actual. Yeah, like, they should have went full bore and it's like you know, like Sandman was dreams and he was going to invade the nightmares, yeah. so he had to take out Sandman. Well, and the thing, about that, yeah. the thing yeah. about that was so. is it was originally a like a young kids book series, right? Yeah, the whole thing was a book series. Yeah, yeah, and the. Pitch character does all that. Yeah, and they even talk about, like, yeah. like they he throughout takes, the movie they mentioned like this character called the Man in the Moon, and I yeah. hated that because I didn't I didn't know anything about. It. I was like, yeah. right, yeah. what? Who, who's Man in the Moon? It's like, it just it was the obligatory like. What's oh, like they, they had? A, yeah, they had. A we really, get Chris Pine in this movie. Uh, yeah. Man in the Moon. Where's Chris Pine? He's he's over there. <laughs> <laughs> he's the new guardian. Oh, cool. Hey, Chris nice. Pine, come here. <laughs> hey, Chris <laughs> Pine, come here. <laughs> 
I mean, that's what happened. But anyway, no, well, uh, it's like yeah. they had this really cool concept and a lot of really cool ideas, and they just yeah. like totally punked out at the end. Yeah, they did. That, I, that's I, how yeah, I felt. Like, yeah, it was so like, disappointing at yeah, the end. Yeah, I, I don't know. They they, they they had a lot of good directions that they started off with. It just didn't finish strong, like you said. Like yeah, he just like put his staff back together, and that was it. Like it was a big moment where he cracked his staff, and I was like, oh, the one thing they can defeat me, it's gone now. And he's like, that's back. <laughs> well, no, 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 he tries a couple. He tries times. a couple. He tries once, and then he tries again harder. And he right. Harder. And tries harder, but I did like like, but it was nice because like they beat him with fun, which is what snow days are. So yes. it was like the embodiment of what he was. Like they had all the things there, it just wasn't conveyed as well as it could have been. Right, uh, I agree. Uh, but no, I, I I still don't mind Rise of the Guardians. I think it's pretty good. Um, uh, but yeah, that that's it for our, our thing. So uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, Jack Frost versus Elsa. Let's do that. Jack Frost versus Elsa. Who wins that? Elsa, See, it, not close. It's, Elsa, really? it's funny okay. you say that because that's a big ship. I know that's a well, huge. No, 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 oh, not, okay. not necessarily that. Okay, uh, yeah. I'm cosplaying as Jack Frost. That's right. Yeah, and my girlfriend is cosplaying <laughs> as Elsa. So you guys, so you, you have death, to fight. You guys got to do a <laughs> death battle. Death. You guys got to do a choreograph a death battle for me and get back to me on who wins that. <laughs> I can do that. I think it's Elsa. I think it's Elsa. I think Elsa wins that. It's like, I think like, Elsa too because she's, Elsa creates she's way more vicious. She creates life. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like, you know, it's like, let's, oh yeah, let's be honest here. Uh, she almost killed some people too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's she's pretty brutal. Like Jack's just kind of like he just wanted to jump around and chill, and chill around. Yeah, just like, chill, bro. Yeah. Chill, bro. <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna end it. Uh, Jay Rice, thanks for being back on. Always welcome. Always a pleasure to have you on. Brian, thank you for being back on yep. uh, as well. Uh, it's been a good Christmas episode. One Merry, day I'll have something to something plug. Something to plug. Who knows? Uh, Merry Christmas to all. Go Cards! We won the game today. Yeah. That was awesome. Go Cards. I'm sorry, UK fans who are listening to this. I apologize. <laughs> I don't apologize. We won. You beat us in football. We beat you in basketball. It's one-upsmanship. That's how this goes. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, that's it. This episode of Animation Destination. You can check us out on DestinationComics.com. You can check out my written reviews if I ever write anymore at AnimationDestination.com. <laughs> uh, you can check us out on Facebook at Animation Destination and on Twitter at AnimationPod. Next week, we're doing the year-end awards here on the the, the Animation Desties. I don't know what you call it. What do you, call it? Okay. you need to come up with something a lot more clever than that. <laughs> it's true. It's like the Animation Award. The Animation Destination Year-End Awards. There. It's not clever, but it the sounds animating. okay. The anime and well, that's not bad actually. <laughs> it's like, but we're gonna come back with the awards next week. It's five episodes in December because it came out on the first. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. D N N.